Well, the pre-trial hearing has transfixed many West Australians. It has had a lot of coverage of the alleged Claremont serial killer. Brett Christian is the managing editor at the Post newspaper. He joins me now. Brett, good morning. Happy Sunday to you. Good morning, Jane. You're right. It's a beautiful day out here, and you're, you're stuck in the studio. Oh yeah, but I'm um, not. I'm not stuck because I'm here with Adam. So there's nothing stuck when uh, you're with Adam. That's fun, of course. <laughs> it is. Um, Brett, what isn't fun is everything we've been hearing out of the court this week. You know, I've, I've um, like you, uh, I've followed this story from its inception for a really sad reason, and that was uh, I was the first person to report Sarah Spears was missing, um, and so. It, it's something that's very, very close to my heart. But, you know, Brett, when I watch and read the coverage and listen to it, I can't help, and I haven't consumed all of it, I can't help but think of the families involved in this. There's a fine line, isn't there, when you've got to report the news? Exactly, yeah. And, and, and it's harrowing just to report it. But you can imagine, you know, the pain of those poor families must be indescri- is indescribable. I mean, you, you can't actually try to translate and, and put yourself in their position, it's it must be just unbearable. Um, and, you know, as you were saying, this week was the first time that we, we heard what the police say they have uncovered about how the girls died, or the young women died, um, uh, how they, they say, and of course these are just allegations, mm. how they say that that the evidence they've discovered connects them to uh, Mr. Edwards, who, who has denied the murders. He's pleaded not guilty. Um, so it was just revelation after revelation this week. It was it was um, like, a, like being hit with a machine gun in that little courtroom. Well, the big courtroom, in fact, the big old courtroom. All Jarrah and, um, you know, steps up from the cells below. It was quite eerie. Yeah, um, you write about how he how he walks up from the uh, from below, how he appears. Brett, um, now we don't know what happened with that pencil and that ear injury or pen and the ear injury, but that was a strange twist. It was, and we were all sitting there on Monday morning, and um, there's no appearance of Mr. Edwards, who who's the, the proceedings can't start without him because the the law is that you have to be. Uh, able to face your accusers uh, in our in our system, and he's not there. We can't we can't have a hearing. And the judge said, "Mr. Edwards is in hospital. Um, he's he just learned." So we they adjourned it for a whole day, and uh, Mr. Edwards then appeared the next day with a a little blob of cotton wool in his ear. Although we saw media photographs of him with a, quite a big bandage over his right ear, and there was a. Uh, a pencil involved and he was found bleeding on the floor of the showers at, at Hakia Prison. Yeah, and that has its own raft of questions around it. But yes, he's not He's not saying what happened. He's, he's not answering questions about it. No, um, but presumably he may have been on his own. He may have, we don't know. He may have been on his own in that shower. We, we just don't know and that, that begs other questions, but we don't know, so there's no use speculating, I suppose. Exactly, yep. Um, was there anything in particular as you sat in that courtroom and listened to the allegations that because you have followed this case and you're probably uh, 
the best informed journalist on this case, I would say, in the country. You followed it from its inception. Was there anything that took you by surprise? Oh, there were two things, I think. One was these three murders that happened. Somebody did. The, the Crown and the police say it was Mr Edwards, but somebody did in the mid-1990s. And for the first time we heard how they say that these poor girls died. Um, and the second thing was the, the allegation by the prosecutor that it was the crescendo of a continuum, I guess a, 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 an escalating pattern of behaviour by the man they say is Mr Edwards, beginning right back when he was 19 in 1988 with some very, very weird behaviour out in Huntingdale, which for your your listeners who don't know the area, it's near Gosnorth, the Southern River sort of area, um, where within one kilometre radius of Mr Edwards' home, there are a whole series of very weird happenings of underwear, women's underwear and night where taken from clotheslines and that allegedly escalated into home invasions where people chased him out of their house or houses and escalated further into a very unusual attack on an 18-year-old girl who was asleep, lying lying in bed asleep. And somebody um, uh, entered the house and sort of sat astride her and tried to gag her. And there was a piece of evidence left behind which police say contains uh, Mr Edwards' DNA. Now, that's the, his lawyer has said, indicated quite strongly that this scientific evidence could very well be challenged once he gets his report. So we can't say definitively that that is his DNA at this point, and his lawyer is certainly saying that that could be challenged. But if what the what the police say is proved from witnesses and from scientific evidence. It, it indicates a, you know, a continuum of, of offences leading up to murder. Yeah. Um, Brett, we've just had a message through and I'll be interested to hear from you on this because, as we said off the top, there's a, a really fine line and this is very difficult for journalists, it's difficult for the family and the friends... I've got this message. Jane, you talk about the excruciating pain for all those connected to those poor girls. It's also painful for all of the community who lived through those years. Isn't that the truth, Brett? I mean, it changed Claremont, the western suburbs, and then the contagion spread to Perth irrevocably. Um, Now, this person says, through your program, could could we ask the media to stop publishing photographs of the girls we all know too well what they look like, and every time we see those faces, it turns the knife. God knows what it does for their families. Thanks, Jane. Love the show. What do you reckon, Brett, about uh, this is the fine line, isn't it? It, it is a good point. Um, I, I think there is a fine line between the right to know and and the deterrent value. I mean, the... the, the the courts have to be open to the public. Um, the public needs to know the details. That's all part of, you know, the justice system as it's open and seen to be done. And I think the, the photographs of of the victims are uh, an integral part of the of the story. Um, 
look, I, I've spoken to some of the parents about this, and they they you know get a dagger to the heart every time they see a report, let alone photographs of of their of their children. Um, it's it's painful, but it's it's part of the system, and I, and I think the the media is actually quite restrained in the way they present this. Um, I do you think, think all the media is? Mostly, do, do you think all the media, media is? Because I, I would contest no. that. Most, I'm saying most of the media. There was, I think, there's been some extreme uh, bad taste and 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 bordering on very questionable uh, displays. You know, display. I'll, I'll name the publication. I think the West Australian has gone way over the top in the way it has has presented visually these stories. I think the reporting. I've got no criticism of the journalists. They they work really hard and do a good job. But I think the the, the people who Display the the uh, the stories, the copy that they write, and uh, have gone. I think they've exceeded the bounds occasionally, mm. and well, they've and they've had a lot of criticism for it. It's not just me. I mean, and that's their that's their decision. I can't tell them how to do their job, but I'm just saying I'd do that. I'd do it differently. Well, you do do it differently in the Post. It's a weekly newspaper, very well read, not just in the western suburbs. You are. The you are the journalist who has followed this from the start, Brett. You're the one who knows, and and you continued this story throughout. You always got new information, and you brought it to light. You are integral to this story. You are pivotal to it, and you do write with restraint. And your articles are extremely informative. Thank you for joining us on eight eighty two six PR this morning, Brett. Any final thoughts on this before you leave us? Look, I just want to emphasise: nothing has been proved against this. Mm. Person, it'll it'll need the whole process of witnesses and cross examination and scientific reports. So there's a long way to go, and uh, we'll we'll see probably by about this time next year. I'd say. Thank you, Brett. We'll check in with you again. There is Brett Christian. He's the managing editor at the Post newspaper.